Kyle Brandt's Basement is brought to you by Caesar Sportsbook. Yeah, Sunday night in the basement, the first ever Sunday night uh, edition. Guys, the game's just ended. Woo! I'm fired up. Are we ready for the Allen Herbert Mahomes MVP sweepstakes? No, we're not, because it's going to be the Kirk Cousins runaway. Uh, the game's just ended, uh, the early games, afternoon games. Oh, man, I got all kinds of things to say. Uh, Sunday night episode of the show, though, we're going to get right into this. We're going to recap everything went down today. Uh, we have our Sunday Night Awards we're going to get into, but first, I'll admit right now, guys, I'm a noob, as they say, to F1. I'm not trying to brag or anything, but all they ever talk about is podium this and podium that. It's a very distinct thing. You don't really hear that in American sports, at least basketball, football. You, know, you can make your first podium. We would love to have a podium. We have our Sunday podium. Third place, second place, first place. We're just going to put them on there right now based on the early games, the afternoon games. Who's on the podium? And I'll tell you who's right now. It's the third slot, sure, but damn it, they haven't been on the podium in a, in a minute now. The New York Giants, guys, let's go! Big Blue, have a day! 1-0, a victory in Tennessee. An amazing victory, too, because Saquon looked like he was in Happy Valley. Uh, they go for two. How were you feeling when they went for two? They, so they scored the touchdown, okay, and they're down one. You kick the thing and go to overtime or what the hell, try to stop the Titans. Brian Dable said, no, no! Do I look like Joe Judge? Do I look like McAdoo? I'm Brian Dayball. Bleeper, bleeper. I'm going to go for two. They're in this cool little thing to Saquon. He got in. Saquon lost his mind. And then, of course, the Titans went right down. But who cares? They turned them away. And you know how I knew that it was going to be a Giants win? When Randy Bullock came out for the Titans. Look at that guy. Did he look like he was going to make the kick? It was a dead hook left. Tennessee choked their bleeps off in week one at home. Did you, uh, did you have Tennessee in your, like, survivor pool, in your eliminator pool? I did, and I'm out because of Randy Bullock. They could have marched out Sandra Bullock and she would have made a better kick than Randy, but it's not about the Titans right now. Giants on the podium. Daniel Jones is 1-0. Brian Dable is 1-0. The Giants won a game. Like, they never win games. And Saquon looked electric. What did he finish, like 170-some yards, a touchdown, two-point conversion? New York Giants, third place in the podium. Uh, second place, the second layer up here. Did we get the skull horns going? Let's do it! Skull! Uh, are you ready for the Kirk Cousins MVP experience? I'm telling you, people laughed, people mocked when I predicted them last week. Are you even ready for the dueling MVP experience? Here's the essence of the Minnesota Vikings today and why they're on the podium following their win over the Packers. There was one point where the Vikings crowd was chanting MVP, MVP. And there was uncertainty on Twitter and in the arena. Were they cheering for Cousins or Jefferson? We don't know which MVP candidate the Vikings fans are even cheering. The Minnesota Vikings were chanting MVP. Justin Jefferson... Totally unchecked through the Green Bay second. We'll get to Green Bay in a second. Because, oh my God, that was awesome. And that's going to be great to talk about tomorrow. But the Vikings slapped the Packers around. Never a close game. Not early, not middle, not late. There was never a run. Vikings by far better. I still think they're going to the north. And I think there's going to be an MVP there. Those AFC maniacs, those quarterbacks are great too. Because Herbert today and Mahomes we're going to get to right now. In fact, first... On top of it, with the champagne bottle and the magnum bottle spraying it all over their supporters and their sponsors, it's the Kansas City Chiefs. Guess how many passes Patrick Mahomes completed to Tyreek Hill? Zero. 
Zero, although we'll get to Tyreek in Miami. Here are people that uh, Patrick Mahomes completed passes to. Kelsey, sure. Juju, a lot. Marquez Valdez-Scantling. Stop saying Marquez. That's Marquez. Clyde Edwards-Alaire. Sky Moore. Miko Hardman. Noah Gray. Jarek McKinnon. And my producers wrote Jody Fortson, but that's not really a really person. Is it Jody Fortson? It sounds like a girl I dated in college. Jody Fortson caught a pass. My point is, there was no Tyreek. Who cares? Who cares doesn't matter it's credit to everybody he just destroyed the cardinals who were one of the biggest no-shows of the entire day and we'll get to the cardinals notice how i keep saying we'll get to because we're gonna get to your team whether your team was great today whether your team sucked today patrick mahomes sitting there counting the touchdowns on his fingers he wins the podium he gets the endorsements he is your hamilton he is your verstappen Again, I'm told you, I'm kind of a noob. I'm learning the F1, but I know the football, and Patrick Mahomes was the best force I saw today. Chiefs on top of the podium. But we also, if we're going to talk about who's on the podium, we have to talk about who lost the day. The Packers. It was every single nightmare realized. Every one. A lot of times the offseason stuff is overblown and exaggerated. And you say, ah, whatever. Did you see the Christian Watson play? <laughs> do you even know who Christian Watson is? If you're a periphery NFL fan, maybe you don't. If you're a diehard, you do. Christian Watson is the rookie wide receiver they drafted in the second round. They won't draft a first-round receiver under penalty of death, but they drafted him. And early on in the first half, Rodgers stepped back to the Rodgers thing, floats this gorgeous, gorgeous, like perfect spiral for a runaway touch that goes right through his hands, like a second-grade flag football that I coach. So fine, he drops one. It was the rest of the day. Rodgers was angry on the sideline. He was angry on the field. He tried his best to have fun with Darius Smith. But listen, the Packers were never in the game. Rodgers started the game, and they were never in it. And everyone's going to compare it to last season, week one. I understand. They lost really badly to the Jameis Winston Saints last year, and I brought that game up myself. I don't know if that game was this game. Because the next week, last year, week two, he starts going to Devontae, ding, ding, ding. I, listen, he looks for Aaron Jones, and he hands the ball off to Dylan. It was They were lost today. It was. I'm not going to say it was a no-show. I'm just going to say Aaron Rodgers started a football game, and they were never in it against a divisional opponent. It was never a competitive game. That's going to be the soap opera of the year, I think. And by the way, wait till you hear the takes on the Packers tomorrow. We'll get to that too. But first, we click on this show. Sunday night, listen, I, I got to put the kids to bed. We got to watch the Sunday nighter. I just want to give you the information as fast as possible. But every single night, it's awards night. And it's Sunday night awards. And we got to hand out some hardware. You're going to love this. Lions, Tigers, and tailgates. Oh, my. College football season is always the greatest time of the year. You put on a jersey, get your face painted, break out the foam finger, but it's all about the food. And nothing gets you more fired up for game day than Eckrich Smoked Sausage. They're naturally hardwood smoked and have the perfect blend of spices. From buffalo sausage dip to sausage chili mac and cheese, Eckrich Smoked Sausage is a quick way to bring flavor to all your tailgate meals. Visit Eckrich.com for easy, one-of-a-kind sausage recipes. Eckrich. You do you. All right, Bengals Steelers was absolutely intoxicated. We're going to do the Karen Hill, why did you do that coaching decision of the day? If you're ever incredulous about a decision that someone makes, or maybe you're under the influence of narcotics, you really end up sounding kind of like this. Why did you do that? Why? Why did you do that, Karen? <laughs> did you ever scream that at your coach? Why did you do that? Why? Karen, probably right in that situation, they would have found it, but irrelevant. What did you scream? Why did they do that about it at your TV today, about your coach or the opposing coach? So I mentioned Bengals, Steelers. 
an insane football game with missed kicks and blocked kicks and potentially looks like a major injury for T.J. Watt. This is deep into the weeds here, but if you followed Bengals uh, Steelers the whole game, even if you were just following on a red zone, why didn't Zach Taylor look at that Jamar Chase catch where he caught it right on the goal line and it, he, he caught it and then he just went out and they said he was out at the six inch line? Even the announcers saying, oh, I think that was a touchdown. They should look at that. And then they bring in, you know, Gene Steratore, the official review. He's like, oh, that's a touchdown. They should look at that. And the Bengals did this weird thing where they did like a hurry up to get to the line and never even considered it. It always is mind boggling to me that there is no one on staff for a team who has the wherewithal and the initiative to, to just watch the TV broadcast and listen to the audio and scream at the head coach, review this, review this. Because they would have got that touchdown. He purposely runs that route on the line so that when he catches it, it's immediately a touchdown. The other thing the Bengals messed up with all their things with the, the injured long snapper and all that, they punted the ball back to the Steelers when they were supposed to be melting it. They punted it with 103 left and 15 seconds left on the play clock. 15 seconds. And then the Steelers ended up winning on the last play of the game. So that's like, that's the little stuff when you're watching that and they make those decisions and you're trying to figure out why you would do that, you scream things like this. Why did you do that? Why? Why did you do that, Terry? I don't know why he did that, Zach Taylor, but the Bengals get that and they get an 0-1 record to start. Next, uh, you play high school sports probably of some kind, even uh, junior high school sports. You ever, have be, you ever get told to take a lap? Take a lap. Get out of here. Take a lap, run around. You're not kicked off the team, you're not a bad player, you're not suspended, but just get out of my sight for a second. Take a lap. You know who needs to take a lap tonight? Not a guy you might expect. Uh, you know who Trenton Gill is? Of course you don't know Trenton Gill. Trenton Gill is a rookie punter for the Chicago Bears who won today and who were awesome and they beat the 49ers. But Trenton Gill uh, is a punter, so he's the holder for the Bears and considering the, the torrential rain in Chicago today and the conditions, Trenton Gill was called for unsportsmanlike conduct this is what this poor kid did. Did you hear this? He brought a towel to the spot where the kick was going to go down. He was going to do his hold and started blotting the, the, the grass for water. Just blotting it. And this is a guy playing his first ever professional game. Trenton, you can't do that. You can't bring a towel and start working the field before the kick. Why not just bring one of those squeegees? Or what was the, uh, what was the infomercial product? The Sham Wow. Bring a sham. I, I mean that. You know how you do this, where uh, if if you're one like someone who this that makes the uh, your skin crawl, you open the pizza and you take the napkin and you blot the grease on top of the cheese. That's what Trenton Gill was doing, and he got a penalty. Trenton, you guys won today. I'm happy for you. But your Trenton Gill rookie holder. I understand you were trying to play smarter. Don't blot the grass. You're not allowed to do that at the professional level, son. Thank God you won, and you don't have any more grease blotting. Trenton Gill, take a lap. Next, uh, our John Kuhn fantasy thief of the day. I used to always have a lot of Packers uh, on my fantasy team during the end of the Favre era, early Rodgers, and I just remember John Kuhn would get a touchdown. K-U-H-N. I love John Kuhn. He's in the media now. He's a really good guy. But is there anything more frustrating when it's like Rodgers in the shotgun, you know, there's four wide, and you're like, oh, it's going to be uh, who the hell knows, whatever wide receiver or tight end you have, and then he just turns and hands it to John Kuhn, who just falls forward with that forward lean and scores a touchdown. That's the fantasy poacher of the day. You know who gets it today? One of the most brilliant personalities in the league. Jamal Williams of the Detroit Lions, who put up a lot of points against the Eagles and came up just short. There was two times that DeAndre Swift, who had a monster game, gets them down to the goal line, and then they just trot in that. Is that the worst feeling in the world? There was one where 
Uh, DeAndre Swift had a 25-yard reception, went out at the one-yard line, and you're a Swift owner, and you're like, oh, yeah, everyone said I was stupid for drafting a Lions running back. Well, watch this. And then Swift gets up, and he kind of just looks over to the goal line and starts that trot, and you're screaming because, you know, they high-five. He high-fives Jamal Williams as he comes on. Like, Don't high-five him. That's what the enemy's not on our roster. Jamal Williams right in. Did it twice. Great personality, but an SOB today in the fantasy world. Jamal, no one was starting Jamal Williams. I love you, Jamal. But you were the John Kuhn fantasy thief of the day. Next, um, are you familiar with the movie Cobra, starring Sylvester Stallone as Sylvester Stallone, aka Marion Cabretti? There's a part where there is a, um, it's really heavy, it's an active shooter in a shopping, uh, in a grocery store, and uh, he's saying that he's gonna tell Cobra that, I'm gonna blow up this whole store. I'm gonna blow up the whole store, kill everybody in it. And you wanna know what Sylvester Stallone as Cobra says back to him? I don't think this meets the, uh, the seriousness of the situation. But after he says he's going to blow up the whole store, this is what Cobra says back. Go ahead. I don't shock her. Hello! Hostages. People have been killed. Very serious situation, but Stallone, Cobra, go ahead. I don't shop here. We're going to take that. And the go ahead, I don't shop here line of the week from a player comes from Tyreek Hill. It comes from the cheetah. See if you can follow the deep, nuanced metaphor he lays out for his victorious head coach, Mike McDaniel, after he was so bold in his coaching style in defeating the Patriots. See if you can follow this. Go ahead, Tyreek. Oh, man, like, hey, McDaniels, he's going to need a wheelbarrow, man, for his nuts to carry around, man, because he got a lot of cojones, you know what I'm saying? So, what does he call by him? Yes, we do know what you're saying. I, I like that he checked in to see, make sure that uh, Mac Daniels, which I love, never mind that it's McDaniel, um, he's going to need a wheel, wheelbarrow, I think it was for his nuts, what you like there from Tyreek is the subtlety, is that he doesn't really want to hit it on the head, so to speak. He just wants to broad stroke the brilliance of McDaniel. That, that may be the uh, go-ahead-I-don't-shop-here line of the year, in which Mike McDaniels needs, <laughs> needs a wheelbarrow for his testicles, because that's how bold he is. And frankly, he may be right. Uh, it's going to be tough at airport security with the wheelbarrow and whatnot. I don't know how he handles planes, but in Mike McDaniel's first coach, his offense, first coaching game as a, a professional, his offense was taking a knee against Bill Belichick in a game in which the Patriots were never really in. And get ready for Patriots takes on Monday. Uh, one more time, Tyreek Hill, you can go ahead and blow up the grocery store. Why, Cobra? Go ahead. I don't shot her. Don't shop here. What does it bother me if you destroy the produce section and everybody in it? If you haven't seen Cobra, how dare you? We have to bring it up with Josh Allen on Tuesday. Uh, speaking of the Dolphins, the next is the place of the table team of the day. Uh, a team that belongs. A team after week one that said, okay, you guys got something. We were really unsure about you in the offseason. We were really unsure about you maybe in the first quarter. But you got something. What do they have, Steve Latimer? Starting defense. Place at the table. Yeah! I, I'm going to doubt that Tua is going to go around the parking lot of Hard Rock Stadium bashing his head through cars of fans, and he shouldn't. But the Dolphins do have a place at the table, guys. They do belong. They, they, they belong. They ran. Tua got the job done. They hit the long one to Jalen Waddle. They got Tyreek extremely involved, especially early. I think that was the top five question of this offseason in the NFL. Maybe top three, maybe even top one. Tua, Tyreek, McDaniel, it seems a little weird. Tua's never played well. Tyreek was a product of Mahomes, allegedly. 
And as I like to say, Mike McDaniel looks like he was pulled from a Wes Anderson movie, and he's the head coach of the Dolphins. Guys, it worked really well. In that first week, they smashed the Patriots, and I know the Patriots have a history of losing in Miami. I don't. I will say the same thing I said about the Packers, about the Patriots. I don't really think they were ever in this game. They made a couple plays, and Mac came back, but Mac was not good. All of the stuff in the preseason you hear about the offense this, the offense that, flat. And give Miami credit. I love. You know one of my favorite flexes is. So the Patriots get there for days to try to get adjusted to the heat and everything. I like turning on the game. And the Dolphins are like, screw you. We're wearing white jerseys and white pants in this heat. Which means you got to go dark and dark. Do you see the Patriots uniforms today? Navy jerseys, navy pants. <laughs> Even Belichick was wearing a white, some sort of windbreaker. I've never seen him wear that in his life because of the heat. Players out there, full navy. But I have to tell you. Tua, McDaniel, Tyreek, at Al, the Dolphins' defense, they belong. They got a place at that table. Have you ever seen the program? Uh, my producer, uh, Sam Pepper, also announced his resignation because he's never seen the program. And I'm offended and triggered. It is the preeminent 90s sports movie. I don't care about all those other ones. Those are the ones. And I feel like the Dolphins embody them today. But that brings us to tomorrow. You're listening to this Sunday night or you're watching it as you should be. It's a better product. You don't get to see The Warrior if you listen. If you're listening right now, you're like, what's The Warrior? Watch on YouTube. We'll end this with today, what I call the Monday Take Buffet. I can already tell you what the menu is going to be. The menu on the Monday morning Talking Head Take Buffet, of which I am part of. What's going to be the hot plate that gets scraped out the first at the old country buffet? Is it the, the El Gratin? Is it the ham? Is it the, you know, the, the chef with the cylindrical hat slicing you cuts of beef? What is the hottest item taking up real estate on the plate? Here's the takes tomorrow. This is tomorrow's takes tonight. Um, has Bill Belichick lost his fastball? Has Bill Belichick been propped up for years by Brady? Last year, a nice little anomaly where they went on a run with a rookie quarterback in a season defense. Is Bill Belichick ready to be let out to pasture? Was Josh McDaniels holding Bill Belichick? Aloft, was Tom Brady propping up Bill? It's all in play right now, and I don't, it, it's week one. Believe me, I'm going to preach a lot this week. That week one is so full of crap, and it is a liar. It was a bad loss to Miami, and this is my take. You got my takes tomorrow in the basement. These are the take buffet. What else? Uh, is it time for Kenny Pickett in Pittsburgh? Screw it, get him in there. Yes, the Steelers won. Uh, Mitch Trubisky was not great. The defense formed seemingly uh, forced. 57 turnovers from Joe Burrow. They blocked a kick. They made a miss a kick. And the Steelers still, still needed every single uh, ounce of themselves to win. Mitch Trubisky did not go up and down the field. Najee Harris left the game after two seconds. After two seconds, Kenny Pickett put him in. Oh, and if you're going to do the Kenny Pickett put him in, you know we got to do. The grandfather of them all, baby. Let's go. It's Garoppolo time. You're going to see that tomorrow. Are you ready for Monday morning? Is it time for Jimmy G? Uh, the weird thing about the Trey Lance thing was that was barely a real game. The conditions were so ridiculous. It was so um, off from football. And, you know, they did lose from just, to Justin Fields, who made some plays, and Trey Lance didn't. But everybody who's just got that itchy trigger finger for the Jimmy G, me, uh, they all got all they need. A bad loss to an inferior team in which the quarterback did not play well and was outplayed, in fact, by a guy in his own draft class. Is Jimmy G ready to come in? Other ones. Cousins and Jefferson for MVP. It's coming. Um, Rogers still somehow suffering residual effects of psychedelics. That might even come. I'm not going to name the network or the program that's going to come on, but you know that it's coming. There'll be the word psychedelic will be mentioned on the air tomorrow, as well as numerous media outlets that Aaron Rodgers has appeared on. 
Uh, Burrow and the Bengals, frauds, pretenders, that will be brought up on shows. Um, will Mahomes and the Chiefs not miss Tyreek Hill at all? Was Tyreek Hill totally unnecessary? Did he hold them back? This is the length. Understand that the Monday after NFL Season 1, take Christmas. Just rip open those presents. You've been shaking them for weeks. Rip them open. Uh, and then the last thing, should the Cardinals actually put back the study clause in the Kyler Murray's contract? Was it a mistake taking it out? Let me tell you who was a zero today. The Arizona Cardinals. Let me say that again. A 0.0. They, they had nothing. No defense. I get DeAndre is suspended. We were told it wasn't going to matter because we have all these great receivers. The Cardinals, I mean, they suck today. I think we're not really worried right now about another team playing the Super Bowl on its home field because Mahomes came in and, and just unleashed hell like the drop of a hat snapping his fingers. They destroyed him. So I think maybe someone will suggest, and again, I never mentioned names, that he should put the, the contract study, the, the study clause back in his contract, and that'll come up. Guys, tweet me if I'm right on any of those on the Take Buffet. I have a feeling I'll be right on a lot. Uh, did I get some of the awards wrong? Did I miss some nominees, whether it be I don't shop here, whatever it is? That's Sunday night. It's blistering. We want to just give you the information really quick. Thank you for watching. You can have the Sunday night game on, have me on your phone, whatever you want to do, listen to it. That is Sunday. We'll be back tomorrow on Monday with our full show, like always. What I love, what I hate, what's hilarious. Josh Allen on Tuesday. We are off and running. Week one of the NFL season. It's going to be beautiful. Thank you for joining me in the basement. I will see you tomorrow. Go Giants.